Neil and Debbie. Toto? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Hi, I'm Jackie Collins, and you are listening to Neil and Debbie, you lucky all right, lock the doors, lower the blinds, fire up the smoke machine, and put on your heels. This is Jake Shears, and you're listening to Neil and Debbie. 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 Neil and Debbie. <laughs> yeah, that was our beautiful friend, mm, Jake yes. Shears. Yeah, yeah, beautiful friend. Why are we playing him, I hear you ask. Why are we playing him, Debbie? Oh, that was embarrassing. <laughs> Because he's our special guest on today's show. We interviewed him last weekend, mm. and we had to edit it quite heavily because of the language. Oh, you well, yes. are going to love it. That's a guarantee or your money back. We haven't got any money, so... You... This is Ndebs. I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Le trick. How can you do this? I will never be able to do what you do. Le trick, le nil, le debi, le gedio. I'm fluent. I wish I could speak fluent French because that's such a lovely language. It is, isn't it? You just spat at me. I know, sorry. It's the way. It's the way. Gamard, my dear. That's not a very good French it's accent. Neil, Neil, and stereotype Debbie. I mean, stereotype. Didn't you used to? Excuse me, starting the show with this. We are here for the next three hours. We've got funk hell of uh, Anthem's Hour. We've got Jake Shears to bring you. I know, Jake Shears on the show today. Yeah. Billy Porter as well. And a porter in in a pear tree. Can I just ask you, Neil, Mm. sidebar, didn't you and your last boyfriend, didn't you used to make him mixtapes, but on CD... It was that long ago, and you did it in a French accent. No, I didn't do the. No, I didn't do those in a French accent. But I did sometimes speak to him in a French accent because he quite liked it. But didn't you record in a French accent? No, no, not the not the recording. No. That's why it didn't last, Neil. No. <laughs> you should have done more. Sometimes of that. I would, uh, you know, have a meal with him, and I would speak in a French accent through the meal, you know, especially for him because he liked it. No words for that. So <laughs> please get in touch with us at this is ndebs at gadio. Email ndebs at gadio.co. Wow! UK. This is the one I went to play. .co.uk. Get up! Get up! Get up! That's just in case you were having trouble this morning. <laughs> you had a heavy night. Revis a V that. Apologies to everyone on the Oxford tube as I came down this morning. Two awful things happened. First of all, I've taken a picture of them, and I might name them, shame them. Oh, some more people on the bus. Yeah. yeah. We had some, some particularly annoying ones today, because it was quite early that I left. Right. Can you describe these two ladies opposite <laughs> me, Neil? And, you know, this this is what I woke up. This was the first human beings I saw today. Describe them. <laughs> describe. Well, they look as though they're going somewhere on their holidays, but they've fallen asleep with their heads back and their mouths open. So Not she, an attractive look. She looks like a poor man's um, Anna Wintour. She's got the glasses <laughs> on. She's got twin set and pearls. That's not a hair, natural hair colour. And cheap earrings in her. Her mouth is like... Uh, she's really neck... All that, she's going to wake up with a quick neck. And the woman next to her looks like Montserrat Cabaret <laughs> from Iceland. That's in the shop, not the, the place. Oh, right. So she's, she's the same. She's got... She's She's got a pashmina on, which is a bit better, but she's like mouth open like that. Yeah. Guess what happened? Cool. The only seat left on the bus because it was busy. Right, so <laughs> she was fast asleep. What was she doing? What, 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 what Playing footsie with me. No. And I was like, well, do I kick her to wake her up? Yeah. 
but she's like an older lady. I mean, she must have been in her 70s. Yeah. And she's really... I mean, I don't... I hope it wasn't a come on because I'm really no. not into that. No. A gilf. I'm no. not into a gilf. <laughs> I'm sorry, love. I'm sorry. I hate to break this to not you. Not that hour in the, not the morning. Not that hour. No. I, I can't do yeah, that. Like, can you kick her? <laughs> yes, I can. This is Ndebs at KDO. Email ndebs at kdo.co.uk. Hello to a he's a new he's a new listener from Prague. You know you know what Prague is all about, don't you? What's Prague all about? Pra- have you been to Prague? I haven't actually, no. Oh, you've got to go. Go to the old town, not the new new bix, it's a bit right. chav. Okay. So the old town, they've got a beautiful bridge, which is where don't judge Kanye West film. Jesus walks with me. Right. Right. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Kanye West. I was gonna say that was incredible, no, yeah. No, it's yeah. Debbie West that was. <laughs> Uh, the nemesis and and halfway over the bridge it's a stunning bridge architecturally it's beautiful right you almost can picture Mary Beard leaning on it going in the 14th century (laughs) and halfway down it this is where it piqued my interest I saw a lot of people touching an object on the on the bridge you know it was part of the bridge right and do you know what it was it's a dog it's a bronze statue of a dog and if you touch its nose, it brings you good luck. Oh, I went, oh brilliant. I, what fuss and nonsense. So I went up to it. And what did I do? Cued 20 minutes to touch its nose. <laughs> yeah. I it's like, it's like um, what's that dog in, in Edinburgh? He's beautiful. I want to say Sporty Billy. What's the dog? He's a lovely dog. And what? he followed his owner everywhere. He's famous, this dog in Edinburgh. Oh, I didn't know about yeah. this. Yeah, he followed his dog absolutely everywhere. And when mm. the owner died, um, the uh, the dog used to walk from the, from the house right. to the grave and sit on the grave all day. Oh. And they've got a, they've got a, they've got a grave fires Billy, grave fires Billy, right. and they've got a statue up with him in the in Edinburgh. Everyone goes up there and touches his nose. What breed was he? He was a little dog. Oh right. <laughs> So, do you want a DNA test? I'm no, got, I've I'm got, been wondering, yeah. No, I've yeah. got... I've so got is he a Scotty? Well, he's a Scotty dog. So, um, that was a quite moving story that you've belittled. So, <laughs> Stefan... Hello to Stefan Fasil, who is right. from Prague. Ah, excellent. And it's a brand new listener. Uh, so, it's lovely to have him listening. And there's his picture on Twitter. He's just got a dandelion when it's at the last stage and those lovely little seeds are about to float oh, off. Fleckles. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love it when you blow one of those. Can we clip that up for the show? Billy Porter was brilliant at the Emmys uh, earlier this week. More about that in the news in a couple of seconds. The Emmys were fierce. Yeah. Yeah. Jodie Comer, fierce. Oh, she was brilliant, wasn't she? Phoebe Walla Walla. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She was fierce. Walla Walla. Everyone was just a little bit like this, weren't they? Neil, may I please mm. go straight to Twitter? I yes. have got a supernature for you right. later on, which you are going to just lick and adore. Mm. Uh, in the meantime, Karina, you know my friend, one of my best friends in the world, Karina. Oh, with the fail guide dog? Pixie, the fail guide dog. Right, this yeah. is her here. I took mm. her out for one 5K this week. Mm-hmm. I'm slipping because of the weather. Right. And I can't be up, but bothered. I was going to say. <laughs> can't be bothered. So she sent me this, this link. She says, never caught on film before. Sleeping octopus is actually it's octopi. Sleeping octopuses changing colour when they're dreaming. 
and she sent me the link. I might post this if it's not, you know, if it's legit. Right. So an octopus is like we when we dream. It change it. Its emotion is going through its body and it's changing colour without it having any control over it. I didn't know this. Yeah. Don't eat octopus. They are so intelligent. Uh, right. Please don't eat an Why octopus. Why would you eat an Because op- people are stupid. Do you remember <laughs> that stupid cow from, um, was it Japan? Yeah. Who filmed herself? Oh, the one that got attacked by yeah, the octopus. Yeah, she, she wouldn't went, let her go. Oh, <laughs> this was the chopsticks going in and it went I don't think so and it just went like alien scorning me on her face and sucked her good yeah. good so she sent me that right. I've also got a, t- a tweet to read out please if mm. I may Neil mm. straight over if you want to get in touch with us it's at Mrs Endebs at Gadio. Steve Erskine. Hello to you, Steve Erskine. This is about you, Neil, so you'll enjoy this. So I tweeted, lock the doors. In fact, we should get our friend to say it, shouldn't we? Mm. Should I get our friend to say it? Jake Shears, who's on the show today, incidentally. That's uh, Kareem. I interview last week. So Jake Shears says All right, lock the doors, lower the blinds, fire up the smoke machine, and put on your heels. This is Jake Shears, and you're listening to Neil and Debbie. 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 So I put that on Twitter in the week, and Steve replied, Ooh, it's such a nice guy. I'm looking forward to hearing the interview. Revisa with Jake Shears. By the way, Neil, have you lost weight? Question mark. Oh, okay. And I I replied, Neil, on a Penny, on a penny, I replied, this will make Neil's year. (laughs) Neil, if you're reading this, stop immediately, as I don't want you to, I want to read it on air on Saturday. I didn't see this, no. And then I I put, you know the rules, Mm. and I put, bless you, Steve. Steve replied, ha, 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 careful, Debbie. We don't want Neil's eagle, eagle, or your eagle, (laughs) ego overinflating. No, no. He might not be able to fit through the studio door. Well, you can (laughs) obviously see. I can, actually, now. That's the irony of it. But seriously, I did think he looked good and younger, too. And I said, he will melt. I am melting. That's really nice, Steve. Thank you very much. I said, I ended it by saying, I'll bring the emergency compliment fan just in case it's needed, (laughs) which actually is uh, our dear friend, Barbara Thwaited, from Hello Dolly, fanning herself. Mm. And he says, can't wait to hear it on the show. And then a kiss and a C, which I don't think the C's on. Per- I do. I, uh, one complaint to it, to the stupid iPhone um, keyboard. Right. S- I, if I type one more C instead of kiss, and then I have to type another one to go over the C so people know it's an X, not what? a C. Because I always type kiss. I always put a kiss on the end and it always turns out C. And I can't bear that. It's grammatically incorrect. <laughs> I really hate iPhone. <laughs> I know it's the same on every keyboard, but I've really got beef with them at the moment. Thank you very much for that, Steve. Yes, thank you, Steve. I am... I am thin and gorgeous! He says that. He's brought in for breakfast today a croissant, not chocolate-covered, and um, two fingers of dark chocolate. And a packet of jammy dodgers, so... Darling, would you pass me one of those chocolate-covered croissants? Mm. I had them specially flown in from Paris, and I feel like indulging myself. So uh, take advantage of Neil's skinny time while it lasts. Back to fat soon, aren't we? We're going back to fat. Like to get involved in the show, you can tweet us at this is endebs at gadio. Email endebs at gadio.co.uk. Hello to Anthony Godwin. Oh, that was quiet, Neil. Mm, yeah, it was. It's Anthony quiet. Godwin, who is who was sat on a plane to fly to Barcelona. It was the first time that we met for a nine day holiday oh, wow. in Sigis. 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 Yeah, I love Sigis. I've never been, but no, I love it. It's yeah. wonderful. I didn't mm. like. I didn't like the beach. Did you not? No, no, no. no. I didn't. I found it dirty. Did you? Yeah. Oh, oh. We, so, there was that's a lot why, of. Lit- that's why people go. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> right, uh, let's uh, delve into the news, shall we? Uh, now, there's, you know, last week the news was all about Gareth Thomas and it's all we talked about. Well, this week I'm going to do the same thing. Good. Because of Billy Porter. Uh, last weekend, star of Pose, Billy Porter became the first openly gay man to win an Emmy in the lead actor in a drama series category. That's their words, not mine. His acceptance speech paid tribute to the acclaimed writer and activist James Baldwin and discussed the need for acceptance. Oh, the category is love, y'all, love! I am so overwhelmed and I am so overjoyed to have lived long enough to see this day. James Baldwin said, took many years of vomiting up all the filth that I had been taught about myself and halfway believed before I could walk around this earth like I had the right to be here. That's his uh, performance on his acceptance speech. Look what he's wearing, amazing hat. I mean, the suit, the outfit was incredible. I want to hear more. I, mm. Who's James? Who's James Baldwin. I know, we need to look him up. I never heard, th- I'm ashamed. I've yeah, never so, same here, yeah. I thought, don't let it be a Baldwin brother. <laughs> no, please. He, that, the A, that's beautiful words, mm. it's made me intrigued. He's so sharp, isn't he, Billy Porter? Oh, yes. And I'm going to tell you now, I think he's fantastically attractive. So do I, yes. Very handsome man. Yeah, yeah. And very sharp. Um, well, funny you should mention that because what was really brilliant was the way in which he handled the press at the Q&A immediately after he'd received the award. So the Emmys are going on, they continue, and of course they whip the star backstage after they've won the, won the award and put them in front of the, the press corps. Uh, so the, um, that's all going on. Uh, he is probably, I would say, the best person to have been the, the first openly gay man to win this award. Yeah. He was absolutely superb. Now, what I've done with the press conference, I've left the reporter's question on, um, um, but have a listen. Listen to this. And so how has this lifted the LGBTQ community tonight with you winning this award? I feel like um, visibility and representation are the only things that create change. It's when we are visible um, that we have the power to create empathy through the way we tell stories. Um, I think being black, I know that being black and gay and out and being in this position um, and speaking from where I get to speak from is the change. I hope that young queer people of all colors can look at me and know that they can. He just speaks so truthfully. It's just beautiful. This And his performance in this press conference is superb. I'm going to bring you another clip now here because this is brilliant. Now, uh, this was this is part of the... Uh, this shows how reporters work and how they treat people. Um, uh, he was um, uh, earlier in the evening, in the you know when they were, they were doing the awards, he sat in the audience, they mm. did a close-up of different people. There was a close-up of him in the evening when RuPaul <laughs> was winning yet another Emmy for Drag Race. And uh, I've left the question on once again from the reporter. Listen to how they try to provoke him and the way he kind of, well, basically puts them in their place with a great deal of passion as well. You're already starting to go viral as a GIF on Twitter. Okay. A reaction. Okay. And it looked like it was in reaction to RuPaul's win tonight. (sighs) Okay. So people on Twitter are asking, what was that going on in your mind? I, I don't, first of all, I don't know what the GIF looks like. So I don't know. It, it feels side eye esque. Yeah, there's Not never quite a side as eye. As a print side there's eye. never a side eye coming from me. Let me make this clear right now in this room to everybody. Right now, 
There's never a side eye coming from me. There's never anything negative coming from me. You're never gonna get it from me. Okay, it's yes. all love, it's all light, it's all positivity. Don't come to me with that mess. Don't, it's never that. Make it ever, clear. Ever, ever, ever. So, I don't know. Well, I you love know. it. You're gonna see it when you get on your Twitter. And you know, cause you, you know, they can catch you in some sort of way. You know what I mean? Like, they can catch you and it can look like a side eye. RuPaul is one of my, is a friend of mine. I am so proud of him. I stand on his shoulders. I stand on his shoulders. He is doing it. He paved the way for me. So there's never a side eye about that. Yeah. Brilliant. Up yours to yeah, the, hang on, exactly. up yours press. And excuse me. Yeah. To the, Are you blind in one eye? To the press. Also, you know what RuPaul should do? RuPaul should do film a gif of him giving Billy Porter side eye <laughs> yeah. and then just winking and then Billy Porter giving yeah. him side eye and we, it could go yeah, on and yeah. on and on. What's wrong with the press? I know, it's terrible. They were stoking him to try and get a reaction. That stuff last week when they re they really upset Gareth Thomas. I think it was the son that did that. Mm. These The press, they really need to stop it. Mm. They need to stop. We need to get the freedom speakers back mm. that Trump are trying to squash and we need to get idiots, like the people like that, yeah. out. Yeah, absolutely. Where's the intelligence gone? It's all gone it good is. morning britain that's what's happened and i'm i'm not having it are you blind in one eye yes they are it's kicking off over here what the flipping heck oh, has I've happened in the world i turned so you know i watch my name is debbie ryan i do watch the news at 10 <laughs> and you know why i watch it don't you yeah tom bradbury, tom bradbury. i adore tom bradbury jane hill's my favorite bbc right. tom bradbury is my favorite uh ITV. itv slowly quickly followed by julie etchingham all right. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Not too much of a fan of Rangi, because I think he tries to copy Tom's style, that's all I'm saying. But I'm watching it because I actually can't believe what I'm seeing mm. in the Houses of Parliament. And I've walked up and down those, because my family have got a history of politics. Right. I've walked up and down that. Well, your so, family's in all sorts of things, isn't my, it? It's great. half Scottish, it's got, you know, farmers in the family, I mean, you've, everything. Oh, great, that really sells me. I'm half <laughs> Scottish, I've got a farmer. No, my great, 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 great uncle right. was the mayor of Tunbridge Wells and he lived to be 103 so there oh, we are wow I didn't know that also got a bad side to the family but we won't mention that <laughs> so Neil re-vis-a-vis that I've been watching the news at 10 and I've translated it into my speech right yeah this is what I've heard this week okay We're going to get Brexit done on October the 31st. We're going to take advantage of all the opportunities. That's all I'm hearing. Now I order. Order. Very rude for members. Order. Order. Don't gesticulate. Don't rant. Spare us the theatrics. Behave yourself. Be a good it's just <laughs> been insane. It's just yeah. been insane. They're mm. shouting. I can't even hear what they're saying. Yeah. It's just gone. It's gone too mad. So we need to kick off the Brexit bunker uh, next week. But I want to share with you my favourite moment. This happened on LBC, and I love the person who rang up. They've got Nig Nigel Farage on air. Mm. And just listen to this prank. It's Karina, my friend who owns Pixie, right. the fell guy dog. She she played me this as we were having tea and biscuits around her house. We do it every day. <laughs> and I laughed so much. This guy is a genius. Mm. I, I've got to say, I, 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 I'm immensely um, grateful to you for everything you've done in British politics over the last few years. Uh, I used to be a 
an ardent Remain. I voted Remain. I believed in the European project. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believed that staying in the European Union was the best thing for us. And then something happened and something monumental happened. I, it completely changed my, my opinion on, on the, the whole situation. What, uh, what was that monumental thing, Mark? I, I was kicked in the head by a horse. Right, very good. OK, fine. Thank you. Mark, we're going to move on from that. Neil's opening the jammy dodges. Would you like one? Wow! Yes, please. Mm. Put one right in my mouth. I'm opening my mouth now. Ready? Throw it. Wow! <coughs> at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email ndebs at gadio.co.uk. Get stockpile these up because we won't be able to get these after Brexit. <laughs> Probably. Stockpile everything. I'm stockpiling everything. I'm stockpiling beans at the moment. Are you really? Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, even yeah, like them. No. <laughs> over to Twitter. Um, um, no, sorry. Over to the world. This is a lovely celebration I want to mark today because it would have been his 77th birthday and he bought acceptance and sort of raised all sorts of things way ahead of his time and I love him. He was rejected by America, which is why he came over to London to make the first series of The Muppet Show. Oh, Jim Henson. And, of course, Sesame Street, which he was mm. heavily involved in. Yeah. So let's celebrate him because it would have been his birthday uh, this week and I, I, I mean, he shaped my childhood, that man. Mm. One, two, three, four, five, five six, six, seven, seven eight, eight, nine. So let's bring you Kim Cattrall teaching fabulous. us the word fabulous. Fabulous. Oh, have you not got the clip? No, I haven't. No, oh. that's all I've got. No. Fabulous. Well, that's Brexit for you. We've had to make cuts. <laughs> DJ Disciple. 20% of your business. I miss Hilary DeVay. Where, what ever happened to her? I've been right here all along. Yeah, for 20% of your business. <laughs> I've been too busy growing my shoulder pads. <laughs> Don't like that new one on Dragon's Den. You're not, no. 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 Here we are. It's Neil and Debbie at This Is Endebs at Gadio. We have got one thwacking treat for you in a second. Let me just read this tweet out first from Robert. Sorry, from Robert Shantz in Stateside. We put up a photo of Jake, us with Jake Shears uh, earlier. Mm. He says Jake is totally smoking hot, which he is. We can confirm. Yes. I saw him in the early Scissor Sisters days in his, in a, on a journey in a small vineyard. <laughs> in a small vineyard, oh. in a small venue in San Diego. Sour grapes. I was in love since then. Mm. And then he's done a heart emoji, two heart emoji, praying emoji, and then devil emoji. Oh, excellent. So really, he's got, got emotional, so emotional about that mm. text. Um, Revit tweet, at Revisavi that. Here we are. We have to bring this to you. Last Friday, we went to see Jake Shears. Oh, we did. At the Electric Ballroom in Kingston. We went backstage... We sat inches away from him, stuck our microphone under his noses and asked him lots of questions. Should we go to question one, Neil, about possibly our favourite... You can drop the bed... Uh, drop, drop the... Uh, get rid of the drum roll now, shall Yes, uh, he... Well, we were talking about uh, Let's Have a Kiki and um, we were chatting away about it. I went to Sink the Pinks Festival and this... They played Let's Have a Kiki, had the biggest reaction ever. It's a stunning song. OK, here's Jake Shears. It has become, we've been to so many festivals and a lot of LGBTQ um, festivals and that song comes on and it does things to people. Can you tell us about the birth of that song? It's so, I, I love that it's just become, it's definitely sort of a main, it's a standard yeah. now, you know, it's just sweet. I was just down in New Orleans for Southern Decadence and there's all these black parties and stuff and it just, it just came on. It just made me smile just seeing everybody boogie into it after all these years. Um... Yeah, it was just, uh, we wrote that song probably in like, it was must have been 2011, 
2011. Anna was obsessed with this song that sampled Margaret Thatcher, and it was called Let's Have an Acid Party. <laughs> and they took all these speeches of Margaret Thatcher and chopped it up. So it made her... Basically, it made it sound like Margaret Thatcher over this, like, acid track is saying, like, let's, ha you know, is saying all this crazy stuff. And Anna loved that song. And so I had the idea to, that was just sort of the impetus of the idea was to kind of chop up all those vocals and do all those hooks. And, and that was sort of the, the original idea for the song. And it was just like a, it was it's an, I learned a lot from that song because there's not a lot that repeats itself in it. Uh, it opens with that great monologue of Anna's that, you know, was made up on the spot. No! Yeah, yeah. We were just, I mean, she's brilliant at that. You know, off the top of her head, she can be, you know, she's brilliant. And that was all oh on the spot, you know. I mean, we did, we'd do a couple of things and put it all together, but that was that was like in 15 minutes, like that, with that whole opening was so, made. You know the story about Rapture? You know Blondie, um, the producer says, you need a rap in it. They wrote it in a cab on the way. She went, <laughs> yeah. you mean like this? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's the same with Kiki. But, just, but just... best stuff sometimes just happens really yeah. really quickly. But that song is, is it's, it's, uh, it's special, and it was a, uh, it was a good one to, um... I thought it was a good one to go. It was sort of my inspiration for sort of bowing out, I yeah. think. You know, it was a good one to kind of mm -hmm. say sayonara with Scissor Scissors for now. Red man, man. That was her first song with that bonkers. Isn't that bonkers? Hello, Neil. Is this a two-person show? Yeah, no, I was just trying to... What, bonkers? What was bonkers? That's her first song. But ten years ago. Of course it was, ago. yes. I remember seeing that in a cinema... Uh, I was invited by the record company before she even turned up and they uh, you know became on the scene and they were introducing her and they put the video up and I thought she's a star you just knew straight yeah, from the outset that she yeah. was going to be big uh, that was a humble brag that turned into a sort of interesting <laughs> story there. he was just bragging did, you, did anyone else pick up on no, that no no I'm not was, bragging I no. just you just can sometimes you can just tell yeah, it happened on last week's show and we're actually keeping a brag tally people are talking about it it's actually trending on Twitter it's actually trending at this is end <laughs> <laughs> Neil, Neil, at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at gadio.co.uk. We are slap at the start of our beautiful time with Jake Shears. Can we say hi to Queen Pacifica mm. on Twitter, who is an unapologetic, oh, that's a long word for me, unapologetically sassy drag queen. Right. Check your lipstick before you come for me. Still prettier than your girlfriend. She's from Vancouver. Lovely to have you listening. Mm. So here we are. We backstage. Jake is about to go on on stage and perform uh, his gig, which was just delicious, wasn't it? The outfits, everything was delicious. We asked him this question. Now I want you to picture you are just at the start of your career, and you go into an awards ceremony, and who is there watching you? Elton John. Elton. John, your hero, Elton John. Yes. So we asked Jake about the time that Elton John hand-palmed him. That was one of the first scissors shows in London, or pretty, I mean, pretty, just right when people started, uh, you know, being interested in us. And we were playing an Attitude Awards party. And, I mean, this must have been, like, this was 2004. And it was Elton... Emma Bunton, Lulu, and George Michael. 
sitting in a row in this banquette. And uh, it was just so, and I was just dying, you know, I was so excited. Um, I just couldn't believe they were there, all of them, you know. And uh, and we'd fin- you know we'd finish playing a song and I would look up and and Elton wouldn't be clapping but he would be he'd hold his palm out to the stage and kind of wave a little bit it was so special and that was the first night I met them you know wow. the first night I met all of them yeah I'll never forget it I love the way he says that was the first time I met them you know did you have you got the piece about George Michael don't tell me you cut that off. Uh... <gasps> You cut the piece about the first time you met George Michael. That was the night you met George Michael. This will have to go in the podcast extra bits. Neil, you're fired. Neil and Debbie. Banging tune, as I used to say. Banging tune? It's a banging tune, yeah. The Swedish House Mafia are listening. Could we come around <laughs> and sort Neil out? Because that's not... Apparently that's what they used to say, Neil. What? Let's take a walk on the sea or something. Let's take a walk in the water. That's what they used to say, the mafia. That's right, yeah, no, they did, yeah. Just take a walk let's, in the let's water. Let's go for a little walk. Well, they weren't American. Well, I suppose they were American. They were, yeah. Oh, my God, I've got to tell you about a book I'm reading at the moment. Right. I am trying to do, I know this is ABC One, we'll be back with Jake Shears uh, shortly, but in the meantime, a feature about home decoration. <laughs> So I am in the process of redoing my living room. Oh, are you? I've got three animal Mm. prints over my large sofa. Mm -hmm. Snow leopard, a lion and a um, panther. Are they in nice frames? Yes, beautiful frames and they're hand-drawn, but they're black and white. I want more colour in my life. Right. So I'm doing a feature wall of all my favourite pictures, which include Darth Vader, which include dogs, which include all sorts of travels, and a picture that does things to my inner gurnings. It's the hottest picture I have ever seen, Mm. and it's one of Marilyn Monroe in bed. Now, have you heard about this photo shoot she did? No, no. I'm sort of obsessed. it's a naked one. Yeah, but it, it's but not. very tasteful. It, well, it was her idea. Mm. So she did this um, shoot with a, an incredible photographer. I think his name was Robert. I have to find out. And he turned up. And he was like a huge photographer of the day. He was only a young guy, 24 years old. Mm. And she was at the height of her fame. And he says, well, why don't we do, let's have a photo shoot? In, it was her idea to do it in bed. And she said, yeah. And, and he sort of looked at her and he says, you want me to do it naked, don't you? And he just was disarmed and he went, oh, I'm a person. I'm a close person. <laughs> and do you know what? Right. She didn't have an ounce of makeup on. And she was like, well, I don't have any makeup on. He says, you don't need it. And then they did the most delicious photo shoot. And there's a photo. I'm not advertising it. It's John Lewis. I've got it in frame. Right. Is it red velvet? No. It's black and white. Oh, okay. I know I just said I wanted more colour, but this photo I've wanted for years. <laughs> mm. And it's it, just Google it, Neil. Google it. Um, Marilyn Monroe. Google it because my computer's not oh, working. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. You Google it. it. Yeah. I do mean okay. it. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Um, and it's Marilyn Monroe, John Lewis print. And you ju- you tell me if you don't get stirred looking at it. It is just divine. It's fantastic. So anyway, she's going on my feature wall. Oh, is she? Yeah. I'm not quite sure why we, we bought this up there, but I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just going with it. I mean, she it. was amazing, wasn't she? She was stunning. She just had something about her, didn't yeah. she? It's taking a rather yeah, long as per time usual. to load, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, there we are. There we go. There we go. There we go. Print it. No, no, the one in bed. Second one. That one. Click on that. Okay. Oh my God, we have to put this right. on Twitter. Wait for it to like. Oh my God. Delayed gosh. gratification. It's like the naughties. Eh, eh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can see. I can see left nipple. Here it comes. No. Oh, there, there she is. is. Oh, right. it's tiny. Oh, that's see? beautiful. 
Oh, that's so just... Yeah. It's just so movie star, isn't it? Yeah, it's, she's got it's something delightful. she has an effect on me. Yeah, does she? Yeah. Have you always had a bit of a thing for her? It's getting boring now. Right. So we'll be back with Jake Shears. <laughs> we are in the middle of Anthem. So what's coming up next now? Uh, we've got some Mary J. Blige here. Let's do this. This is Ndebs. So hello to Love Lundstiad who is a visual merchandiser with a passion for pop culture. I thought it was going to say pop cruelty. I thought, I don't think we should be endorsing that. At this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email ndebs at gadio.co.uk. Did you hear my voice just broke there? I went... It did. It went a bit squeaky. Re Visa V. You know, that's so weird. We were just talking about that Marilyn Monroe picture. I knew there was a reason I had to tell you it. Mm. Guess what's happening this week? going up for auction at Christie's oh, that photo wow. so is it the actual um, photo that was taken by the photographer I'm just getting up now uh, the guy was called Douglas Kirkland his camera that he did that whole photo shoot is going up for auction along with some of the pictures these ones here guess how much it's going for $300,000 oh, yeah. hang on what's that $300,000 or $3 million $300,000 yeah, yeah 300,000. I bet it goes for more, though. Of course it will. It's Marilyn, isn't it? Yeah, of course, yeah. Talking of iconic photos, <laughs> picture the Scissor Sisters Nightwork album, those juicy buns, <laughs> that fabulous bottom. Oh, yes. Right? You got it in your head? Mm-hmm. You got it in your head? So here we are, back with Jake Shears, backstage before his gig in London last weekend. We thought that arse on Nightwork was yours, and we were going around for eight. Uh, it took me ages to realize it's Robert Maplethorpe. Yeah, it's a, it's a Maplethorpe photograph, and it's a photo of a ballet dancer named Peter Reed, um, who's got an amazing story and sounded like he was an incredible man. It's really cool. I've uh, I've gotten to. Um, uh, meet a photographer named Tom Bianchi who uh, is famous for all of his kind of Fire Island Weird photos. And yeah. he he's amazing. He's, he's a, yeah. I love, you know, yeah. hanging out with him and uh, we've hung out quite a bit and he lives in Palm Springs which is with his wonderful um, partner and uh, yeah, he approached me at a Maplethorpe uh, retrospective uh, and opening night and, and actually knew Peter Reed, the guy on, on the album cover and uh, yeah, it was just—it's great to hear stories about, you know, people from other generations and people that are long gone. Uh, you know, it's just kind of a—it's a nice connection to sort of—I don't know—it felt—it was really great and actually becoming friends with Tom. Um, but yeah, I, I enough, enough. fought like hell yeah. for that cover. It and is one of the best no, album covers. Nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted <gasps> the band. Didn't Whoa. want it. <laughs> I, I, I like I, I I pulled like full on like I was like I'm making an executive decision. <laughs> you everybody, yeah. I was you know I just had to, but I'm so glad I did. This is Ndebs. Calvin Harris with Florence and the Machine on Gadia's oh, Anthems. Right. <laughs> I, I have my my opinion forever changed about her. Revisavi. It's new on Debbie at Gadio at This Is Ndebs. She did a beautiful thing on YouTube once. There was a little girl who was very, very ill in hospital. Oh, yes. And she went along there. Did you see the clip? I think we might have featured it on the show. I think we did, yeah. She went along just with her guitar, Mm, Florence, and sang The Dog Days Are Over, which for years I thought was Dark Days. Right. And I love dogs. You know how I feel. You don't even get me started on that. And she was so genuine with this girl. I thought you were a beautiful soul, yeah. love Florence, no, with or yeah. without machine. Yeah. I don't mind. I'm not machinist. I'm not machinist. All right, all machines are welcome here. And she's kept her machine, isn't she? She's still got the machine because Marina's lost her diamonds. 
Uh, so here we are. We are in the middle of our chat with Jake Shears from the Scissor Sisters. Now, this is a huge question in life. Life, life, life. What dance track has had the most profound effect on you? Right? That's a question to you, Neil Sexton. Which, which dance track has uh-huh. had the most profound effect on you? One that when you hear it, you shiver from your toenails up to your hair on the top of your head. Oh, my goodness. That's a really tough question. Mm. I'm just trying to think. Mine are easy. And I've always known them. They're easy. Two of them. One of them, I Feel Loved on a Summer, affects me. Oh, yeah. We were brought up by my gay uncle and he used to bring back songs from the States. Yeah. And we, I was a tiny child. And I remember throwing everyone out of the living room and jumping up and down. I mean, I was gay from a young age when I... Jumping up and down on the sofa, shaking my head from side to side and getting high on the music. Right. Neil, I was a, ch- a tiny child. <laughs> and the other one is Serone Supernature. That does things to me. Yeah, yeah. Wow! I Feel Love is brilliant. I remember no. discovering um, a 10-minute mix of that. Was it Pete, Patrick Cowie? Was it Patrick I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the mix was, but it was amazing. And I met, But just that, that sound of the... So oh, we're going to have to play that now. So you're copying my answer. Sorry. Here's what Jake Shears said. What's, what dance to... track has had the most, has, has, as, you know, as far as like, I'd say maybe, uh, Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood, as far as like a dance, you know, as a, a pop dance track. Well, it's be rude not to play it. Yeah. It's Neil and Debbie. Follow them on Twitter at This Is Ndebs. Oh Thank you so God. much. Thank you so much. That was, in a word, wow, wasn't it? It was really good. I'm going to add one of these as well. (laughs) (laughs) That was the song that Jake Shears has had had the most profound effect on him Mm. from the dance world. Mm. We've got one more piece of the interview to share with you shortly yeah, yeah. which is or it's it's a, I had no idea that he was in that no well I think it's in a bit of an exclusive it was an exclusive yeah. we'll drop yeah, that yeah. in there yeah, yeah. and also what made a newsreader in America react like this if you please oh goodness what I did not expect it to go there <laughs> I have got a story about a camel's balls to you <laughs> coming up and I yes I, it, I'm not it <laughs> No, I just I play. No, I can't no, go no, on, no, Neil. At uh, this is Endebs <laughs> at Gadio. Email Endebs. We're a bit high on Jack Shears, if I'm honest with you. We are a bit, aren't we? Yeah. We've yeah, got yeah. one more delish clip to play you from backstage of Jake, Jake Shears' is backstage. I'm, I don't know why I'm talking like that. We've been talking like that. I know why I'm talking like that. Gogglebox. Oh, yes. Uh, if you'd like to send us a tweet, it's at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. Uh, I've got one to read out from John T in New Zealand, but now I've just talked about the Gogglebox ones. I want to play you this. Who are the two lovely ladies? That's right, Mary and Marina, mm. who are best friends who live in like a care home. They've got that emergency button on their wrist if, they, oh, if right. anything they happens. Oh, need any help, yeah. yeah. You know that yeah. she likes to sing, don't you? So one of them likes, oh, we're singing. I think she got her words mixed up. We'll play the full version on the podcast extra bits. You'll find out why. Uh, but just imagine the word that you can't really say on, on air. I think she got it mixed up with another word. Over to Channel 4 we go. In Bristol. In other words, please be true. Best friends Mary and Marina. In other words... <laughs> I love you. Well done, Mary. Well done. 
Why don't you go on Britain's Got Talent? Oh, I'd look well. Oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I should have done that when I was about 10. Yeah, you should have done it years ago. About 10 years old. 10 years yeah, old. Yeah. I said, come out then. Yeah. Pardon? I said, I said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never used to come out then. <laughs> I meant sing them out, you know. Yeah, I knew what you meant, Mary. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, anyone who saw that in the week, we weren't ready. No. We absolutely weren't ready. And no. if my nana ever did that, I'm glad she never told me. Camel fat, be <gasps> someone. Oh my God! Did you mm. play that on purpose? Mm. Yeah. Did you play that on purpose? Well, actually, it was what was coming up next. To be honest with you. When, do, when can I do? I can't wait to do my supernature story. It involves a camel. Oh, do you want to do it now? Oh my God! Can we? Yeah. Sometimes no words needed. Yeah. Here we go. We're off to America um, to interview someone who looks like something out of Thelma and Louise. Right. Not in a good way. Uh, she owns a petrol station with a camel in it. You heard me right. <laughs> All right. It is hump day, of course, but a woman likely doesn't want to be reminded of that because of what happened. This is incredible. A camel sat on her at a truck stop in Louisiana. <laughs> that is a sentence I never thought I would hear. Casper the camel weighs around 600 pounds. The woman and her husband were at the Tiger truck stop. The manager says the couple was chasing their dog around, tossing treats his way. One of those treats went through the fence. The dog, who's deaf, then went in to grab it, so they went to grab the dog. Well, Casper the camel got spooked and went for them and eventually sat on this woman. And camels naturally are gonna sat down. Well, when he sat down, she was underneath him. <laughs> I might feel kind of funny saying this on TV, but she actually did him in his private area. That's about as nice as I could put it. Oh, goodness. What? I did not expect it to go there. <laughs> she bit the camel? Yes, she bit the camel. In his... Uh... Balls to you. <laughs> Let's go to the sheriff now um, to discuss uh, this situation. Uh, this is the only camel in Everville Parish, and I'm sure this is the only camel that ever been bitten by a human <laughs> on his testicle. <laughs> I, Neil, I have... I, so many questions. A, why? B, picture it. She's got a, a massive camel. In her face. And instead of actually like, pushing it off, she she opened her Chowed mouth. down on Chick-fil-A. And had a munch on Miles it. to you. I mean, I've got no words, Your Honour. We're out. <laughs> Debbie here. If you want to tweet us, you can at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Uh, email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. Uh, this is coming from Mikey. You remember Mikey of uh, I think oh, Donna Summer, summer, summer dress. dress. Yeah, yeah. And really and Anne Robinson's fruit shoots. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. Michael Bublé bath. Yeah. You get the picture. We yeah. get you get a star with a great name, mm. and you insert their product. Yeah. That's a good one, isn't it? Uh, regular listeners to the show back in the day says, Ah, oh, oh, great to have a rare Saturday to listen to you guys. I miss you being on every morning. <laughs> Sorry, Mikey. Yeah, yeah, do, did, yeah, I don't want yeah. to get that camel up again, but do I look like I've got balls to you? <laughs> I don't. 
So it's not guys, it's I, guy and girl. We'll accept them yeah. as a, yeah, we will, as a yeah. pronoun. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. Uh, these days, he says, living back in his birthplace of Liverpool, still playing rugby, etc. I have another great nephew and a great niece that have come along, which is lovely. Uh, the team here is fantastic. Miss a couple of things about living in London, but yeah. no regrets about moving home, he says. So, Mikey, great to hear from you. Thank you very much. He's, he's up with Jodie Comer land, isn't he? Yes, yeah. yeah. I do love, uh, congratulations to her for that. Oh, winning. did you see her winning the Emmy? No, I haven't watched any of it yet. Can I go back? Little, oh, sorry. Yeah, can I just go back to Mike to say how beautiful sorry, yeah. it is? And Mikey, have you got another game we can play? We only do one a decade, Neil. Yeah, that's right. We don't want to go too much. That's stunning. It's really lovely to hear from you, Mikey. God no. bless you. Um, yes, please. I'd love to hear any any excuse to hear Jodie Comer. We must, at one point in the near future, mm. discuss the finale of Killing Eve. Oh uh, right, yes. I uh, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but yeah. I am furious. Right, yeah. Why? <laughs> Why did they do that? I don't know. It no need to do that. No, yeah. Oh Sandra, oh dear, 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 dear. <laughs> This is the moment from the Emmys this week when Jodie, well, she won the award for Killing Eve. It's very short, but look at this. Brilliant. Jodie Comer. Just ruined the ending, haven't you, really? <laughs> My mum and dad were in Liverpool, who I didn't invite because I didn't think this was going to be my time. <gasps> One, I'm sorry. Two, I love you. I'm going to bring it home. Thank you very much. I love how emotional she gets, mm. isn't she? But she's, do you know what she's got an air of? What? The, the first girl I ever went with. Yes. And also, she's got an air of Marilyn Monroe. Yes, well, she has, actually, yes. Um, yeah, facially as well, actually, now you say it. Facially, emotionally, mm. everything. Let's play a little bit of... Let's compare and contrast her with her Killeen Eve incredible... Russian accent. Mm. Okay, Neil, shall I play it now? Play it now. I'm going to play it, Chukovov. You're late. I am sorry. I had to... Take off your clothes. <laughs> Should we have one more? Because it just does yeah, go things on, yeah, to my go body. On, yeah, go on, yeah, go. You are so sexy. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Bless you to John T, who has sent us a tweet. Uh, hello, this is Endebs. Surely you're watching our queen on MasterChef in Australia. Because you know he's based in New Zealand. Oh, yes, yeah. New Zealand. That's right. Um, it's not terribly great audio, which we are going to mark you down on, John T. <laughs> I oh. haven't done anything like this before. Me neither. Is that you or me? No, no, I think it's you. you. You've gone back to uh, oh, Killing Eve, haven't no. you? No. Yeah, you, Sorry, you I was still watch- watching, weren't you? I was watching it secretly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's saying sent us this clip, right. um, which I'd like to play you now. It's, okay. You know, really get close to the microphone. Mm. Uh, I mean, your speaker. You haven't got a microphone. Here we go. What we want is a delicious mouthful. What? So that's Nigella <laughs> saying, what we want is a delicious mouthful. Oh, okay, right. If okay. you could get a better audio clip. Yeah. Here's another one from the show. Overwhelmingly moist. Which right. is overwhelmingly moist. Right, okay. A little bit quiet on the yeah. uh, technical side. But there, I'm very glad that they've got Nigella there. there. Mm, yeah. But we would like her back for our Christmas special, please. Yeah. with their posh friends around that table. Right. We've got time to talk about tables now, Neil, because tables are rectangular. I want to take you to a circular one. Oh, very good. Revis of yeah. E, Channel 4's brilliant new show. It's Series 2 of The Circle. We all fell in love with Freddie from Series 1. Christopher has joined The Circle! What? So that was episode Series 1. Mm. I think this has surpassed it. 
Emma is still doing it. Emma Willis is still hosting it. Right. The voiceover, the f- the woman who's doing the voiceover is funny as fudge. Can you just tell me what the premise of the show is, please? Premise of the show, it's all about social media. So they're all in this block of flats, which is in this circle. They've got a circle around it. Right. They have no company, nowhere. All they do is talk on group chat. Right. But they don't know whether it's a real person they're talking to, or someone pretending to be a woman who's a man, or a man pretending to be a woman. Can they? They can't. Can they see them? Or no. there pictures of them? Or no? no? No. The only okay. time they can see them is when they get thrown out of the circle, and they can go to anyone's room to see who threw them out. Right. It's a. It's so good, Neil. I cannot tell you. Huh? So one of my favourites is a professor who looks like Robin Williams. His name is Tim. Right. Right. His Tim. He, he, I should stress he's an older older chap. Um, I do like this. Take me to circle chat. Oh my God. What do we want to say? Okay, message. Hey everyone, really nice to meet you all. I'm legit pooing it, crying, laughing, but can't wait to get started. Send. Pooing it? <laughs> can't wait to get started. What, why is she pooing it? What, do, what on earth does she mean? Maybe she's got a problem. So that's Tim. Right, okay. He is fantastic. He's in there with his um, cat. Yeah. They've got Fat Boy Slim and Zoe Ball's kid in there, Woody, who we're in love with. Right. And they've got this girl called G- Georgina in here who detests, you know, those little pigeon like uh, ornaments you can get? I don't like them. I think right. I don't like them. The but porcelain everyone, ones? No, like, like furry ones. They're, uh, they're weird. Okay. So this is what she has to say about pigeons, and I agree with her. Let's meet the next player. And this one really isn't into birds. Why is there another pigeon in my flat? Don't like why. I don't need, I don't want these birds. I'm sorry, they're gonna have to go in the cupboard. A bird wants pooed in my mouth. Yeah. If that's not trauma, I don't know what is. I, I agree with her. That was Georgina. <laughs> I want to take you to this. This is the final clip. <laughs> Tim is chatting to Georgina, who's my favourite, and Brooke, who's my favourite, and I also love Woody. Right. They've all been themselves, and they're fab. Mm. They're absolutely fab. Look how beautifully Brooke handles asking Tim about his relationship status. This is this is class. At Tim, I may be single, but I'm all up for a love story, and I see that you've got a partner. How did you meet each other? Oh, Brooke. Um, message. I met my partner in Greece 19 years ago. And I'm still together with him. And I'm still together with him. Oh, I knew Tim was gay. Oh, yes! <laughs> I'm not normally so blunt as this. I normally expect other people to, um, to draw their own conclusions, you know, based on the colour of my socks. <laughs> At Tim, oh my God, how cute. 19 years, question mark, question mark, question mark. What's the secret? The secret is he knows best! Exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send. It's be- yeah. it is. I cannot Beautiful. recommend it high enough. Go on, catch Lovely. up. Just watch the first episode yeah. and then catch up this weekend. Fantastic. It's br- it, and you're on the edge of your seat. It's so much better than Big Brother. I love it. Hello. 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 Yes. Yes. It's us. Your comedy partner. No, not comedy, is it? <laughs> it's Neil and Debbie. And uh, joined by a rather sexy sister. All right, lock the doors, lower the blinds, fire up the smoke machine, and put on your heels. This is Jake Shears, and you're listening to Neil and Debbie. The bar, the bar. (laughs) Guttingly, because we're nearly at the end of the show, Anthony Murphy's up next with um, Gay Day Requests. 
We have got time for one last piece of the interview. The whole interview is going to be on next week's podcast. But for now, this is the, uh, well, it's quite biggie. Well, we, uh, the, we were talking about Elton at this point and he gave us, well, quite the revelation. Have you seen Rocket Man? I have. What do you think? It's amazing. I agree. I've got a funny story. I was in Rocket Man. Ah! <laughs> Go on. And now that the movie's been out and everything, I could talk. I really didn't want to talk about it for a while because I was devastated. I did Benny and the Jets, and we we I was over here for two weeks and had this massive production number, and uh, it was it was crazy. We had so much fun, and I sang the song in the movie, and got it got right before it locked. I got completely <laughs> sliced out of it. <laughs> I, I was, I was so like heartbroken. But uh, yeah, I mean, God bless David Furnish who had to make the phone call. You know, he's like my brother. We've known each other forever, and he like I was just I, afterwards. I was like, David, I, that was not an easy phone call to make, and I let myself grieve for twenty four hours. I was so upset, but I was like, okay, twenty four hours. And I'm going to be fine. And I was. Oh. They cut Jake Sheets. Can you believe it? At a rocket man. Balls to you. That's what my, that's what my thing would have been. Uh, so next week we'll show you, we'll play the whole interview. I forgot to tell you, who did we stand next to when we watched the entire gig? I, oh. I haven't told you about my conversation with him. You know, go on. We bumped into. You did, I did. I bumped into him, gave him a hug, and he smelt so divine. I wanted to lick him. Uh, it would have been socially unacceptable. Russell Tovey. <gasps> So we must talk about that on the podcast, Extra Bits. Yeah. Oh, my God, Neil. I, I can't went, believe you. And I went, Russell! <laughs> I, saw, I said, Russell! It's what did he say? Well, I'll tell you later. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. I'm a woman of mystery, Neil, I am. <laughs> Are you blind in one eye? <laughs> Neil, I'd like to go to Twitter, at this is Ndebs, at Gadio. Poppy, Betty and Lulu, the dogs... They've been very busy on Twitter this week, Neil. In fact, I'll send them a little message right now because they'll understand. That means I'll be around in 10 minutes. <laughs> They've sent this message, Neil. Yeah. Uh, this is Ndebs. Please, can you get this on your playlist? Sonia. Oh, my God, Sonia. Oh, Sonia. Whenever, whenever, whenever I think of Sonia, I think of that uh, French and Saunders sketch. Yeah. The Mersey. <laughs> um, you know, where the computer's asking her questions. Yeah. <laughs> but the computer is Dawn French. Yeah. <laughs> Sonia is an icon. Well, no one's disputing that. As are, as are you both. So, so it says, Sonia's brand new single, A Night That's Never Ending. There's no apostrophe there, so I'm going to mark that down for their PR people. Um... A Night That's Never Ending, pre-order 13th of October, Neil. The first 100 people to order get signed copies. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, that is yeah. quite limited edition. You get a tea towel as well. You don't get a tea no, towel. Right, you okay. just get Sonia's limited edition <laughs> thing. That's beautiful. Um, I'd like to share with you a delicious moment that we, we sort of watched after Sue Perkins' Japan, which, hats off, I do like... She's got such compassion, that woman. Mm, yeah, I'll just clap yeah. on my own then. Yeah. And then this trailer. All right, Steve Bryant. This trailer came on featuring a singing wig. I will point <laughs> out on the audio where the singing wigs. It's a massive beehive right, yeah. on a drag queen. Yeah, you know yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. It's this. <laughs> you can watch tonight's draw and check full results oh. online or via the red button now. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. It's Mama Roo here in search of the UK's very first drag race superstar. Prepare for the ride of your life. Listen. Oh, my God. All these drag queens, back of chips. Everyone's coming out. 
wait for the singing wings. something to look forward to yeah it is but really I, I really hope the singing wig turns up yeah I hope well, I'm sure it will I want it to be RuPaul's evil sidekick don't worry about Michelle Frissage I want the singing wig yeah that'd be great yes. yeah it's, what do you think about that yeah. Chante you stay <laughs> I want the singing wig to be part of it like the chest of drawers in Big Brother yeah. oi you idiot do you remember the, the ch- yeah, yeah I do remember yeah a bit of attitude. So, from RuPaul to Billy Porter, what a ha- ending on a high. Well, you know, it was the Emmys this week. RuPaul won another Emmy for Drag Race, of course. Um, but, of course, the star of the show, I think, anyway, was Billy Porter, who w- was just superb. And, and we played a little bit from the press conference earlier on when we were doing the news. I'm going to take you back to that press conference, and we're going to pick up with one of the questions here, because his answer is, well, it's just brilliant. Steve Fuggerman from CBS News. Thank you. I want to know what... What this means to your heart, your soul, when you heard your name announced, what went through your mind? Thank you, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a lot of work. It's been a long time. And I am just so grateful that I lived long enough to see the day where I could stand up in front of the world as my true, authentic self. My true authentic self. I was told that who I am was never going to work. I was told that who and what I am would never be successful. Period. That's what I was told. I did not believe them. I did not believe them. This is proof positive that believe in yourself, invest in yourself, love yourself, and then you teach other people how to do it. Beautiful. This is the third time in the show we've had to use this. So to all the doubters of Billy Porter over the years, and I'm sure there were quite a few by the way he spoke just then. Mm. Um, Balls to you! (laughs) I might feel kind of funny saying this on TV, but she actually bit him in his private area. (laughs) That's about as nice as I could put it. That was about a camel on Supernature. No one bit Billy Porter (laughs) in his porters. All right, they're they're going home with you. See you next week from 10. (laughs) Neil and Debbie, this is Ndebs. Extra, extra, tweet all about it. Oh, my God, we haven't got time, Neil. (laughs) We've only got this long. We've got this long. Eight seconds. Oh, I thought we have the whole thing then. No, you've got the whole thing. I haven't got the oh, whole thing. Have you not thing. got the whole thing? Neil's off to a date. Mm. No, you're not. Into a function, actually. Yeah. Well, a, sort of function. a function. Not a function, but a thing, a reception. Play your function music, white boy. <laughs> I've got a delicious thing to get, bring you next week. So we haven't. We. I'm so sad we've got to rush this podcast extra bit because last week's one was shite. I know, yeah, sorry it about that. It was shite. But I couldn't have just had us ending, uh, falling off the page. Like I would that. have. Would I would have said, no more audio has been downloaded. <laughs> downloaded. So I'm really, that's twice now we've done a podcast sex it where you couldn't hear a thing. One of them is Armis Morpiston, whatever his name is. Armis Morpiston? More, Armis Morpiston. You got that right a few weeks ago. You've lost it Hang again. On. Armis Mor- I'm going to run up to it. Tells the city by Armis Morpiston. <laughs> Tells the city about Armist Morpiston. No, it's Armistead. Armistice Morpin. What's a... St- st- I don't understand. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs>
Anyway, that was terrible. And Neil and I nearly had a fallout over that because I said, how, well, how could you have put such awful audio up? Mm. It reflects badly as us as professionals. Yeah. So what does he do? Puts another one up, but you can't hear a fucking thing we're saying. You can't hear it. You could basically hear us getting drunk and then just the music in the background. Honestly, it's about 15 minutes. I literally got two minutes out of it. Well, you, you shouldn't have even had two minutes. Sorry, you should have right. just gone, the end of the show is the end of the I, show. I think we need, need what we need to do is record an emergency end to the podcast extra bits in case that happens again so that I get up I got something to put get up. in get up that says we would have done a proper Boring. podcast oh, well, yeah. I want to take you to Gogglebox to yeah. sorry yes no just Neil I'd rather hear nothing than a bad thing so can I play this it's not suitable for broadcast I've put in brackets right this is the Gogglebox soldier ladies oh yes and the word I you'll see why I had to chop the word out <laughs> so this is this is the full clip from right. Gogglebox in Bristol. Bristol. In other words, please be true. She fancies herself. Best friends her. Mary and Marina. In other words, I love you. Well done, Mary. Well done. Why don't you go on Britain's Got Talent? Oh, I look well. Oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I should have done that when I was about 10. Yeah, you should have done it About years 10 ago. years old. 10 years yeah, old. I yeah. said. Wank them out then. Yeah. Pardon? I said, I was, yeah. <laughs> no, I never used to wank them out then. <laughs> I meant sing them out, you know. Yeah, I knew what you meant, Mary. <laughs> On Wednesday night, BBC One Centre. Can you see why? Oh, I yeah, no, I totally understand why uh, the word it, wank wasn't allowed <laughs> on the show, on the radio. It's the sort of thing. In fact, you need to insert, we need to record at the end of this bit, right. the podcast extra bit may contain... <laughs> extra n- wanks. No! <laughs> may contain the odd naughty words. So yeah. I think you need to do that. So let's drop the bed. Drop the bed. Warning. Warning. <laughs> This week's podcast may contain a few filthy words. That some would consider... Not nice. Thank you. That's brilliant. We can use that in the future. Well done. (laughs) Now, I do have to dash, but I'm going to leave you with one little bit, uh, also from the Emmys, which I didn't have time for in the show. Uh, This is Phoebe Waller-Brigida. I'm I'm going to see her now. Are you? I'm going to. I'm literally... uh, Not literally. I am going to see her um, flea bag. It's, it's the National Theatre oh, doing it live across different cinemas. So I've got a dash as well. Oh, so wow. You're not the only one with okay. functions up right, your okay. bum. Uh, so here she is. They're announcing her. They, they, it's quiet at the start, but then you hear her on accepting the award. Here she is. Thank you. Oh, my God. Um, um, I'm really shaking. It's just really wonderful that, uh, to know and reassuring that a um, dirty, pervy, angry... Uh, messed up woman can make it to the Emmys. So uh, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, that was your clip, was it? That, that was it, yeah. So you, you know very quickly, I know you've got to dash, Neil. Mm. Um, you know what Fleabag is, don't you? Fleabag was a story of a cock-up and she went around selling it to everyone after it had been at the Edinburgh Fridge. Oh, uh, Fringe. Fridge. <laughs> the Edinburgh Fridge Festival. Yeah, it got it's co- quite cold co- co- there. reception. <laughs> and no one wanted it. Everyone turned her down. So she met a producer mm. at a party once. She said, oh, yeah, I've written something. I've written something. Um, and can I be in your new show? And they hit it off like a house on fire. And the person she bumped into now produced 
Fleabag and is in the show itself. And that was a chance meeting. Everyone else had turned her down, like Billy yeah, Porter yeah. said. So the moral of the story yeah. is don't, is give up. Just give up. If you are on that verge of something and you think, I yeah. should be much better yeah. than I am, yeah, give, no, up. Give, up. give up. Give up hope no. like Neil and I have. Yeah, we, we did give that up. Ago. We haven't bothered anyone. Anyway we, we do no, not we bother. We haven't. There's, what's no. the point? What is the Brexit point Britain? anymore? I mean, it's not going to go, go I'm Anna Winter, and this is my masterclass. Neil and Debbie. doesn't suit you. What? That doesn't suit you. <laughs> Why not? Doesn't. What, what kind of pen should I have? It shouldn't be that one. I'll tell you why. It's too... But it, it's a no, and that's annoying. That's not a nice clickety. Oh. Neil, Neil, Neil. Oh. This is a smooth clickety. We will crack on. Touch that compared to that one. I do not like that, Neil. Oh, yeah, that's oh, nice. So, oh, yeah, oh much, see what I mean? Smoother. And also, feel yeah. the feel the rib. Yeah. <laughs> feel the ribs. Oh, you've oh, got some yeah. fingers round. Yeah, it's lovely. It's not very long, yours, No, though, I don't it? like yeah. a long one. Do you know what? <laughs> so yeah, that, to me, cheap. Well, it is, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was, It's you know, not a nice it's one. It's become a, pan of bag for a pound in Sainsbury's yeah. or whatever. and that's not nice. Well, yours has still got the... Um, Order number, yes, because I want to reorder them. It's a zebra. It's a zebra pet. It's a zebra. Where did you get them from then? I get, I got them from a shop and then I reordered a from a British company who are now out of business. Oh, well, you would not be able to get them again. I've got thirty six <laughs> <laughs> refills, but that is a that is a, it is a beauty. That is a yeah. really, that's just nasty. Yeah. That is chlamydia. What pen have you got? Let's know. <laughs> Text, have you been affected by any of the pens? <laughs> this is so going on the end of the podcast. Oh no! Don't put that on there. We sound like idiots. Oh. Hello. Hello. Hello.